I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Tilly and Helen are mostly nice about people. This week, Tilly, who are we doing? This week, this week we are doing... Yeah. Who do we decide on? So this is it, just before we started recording, Tilly was like, who are we doing again? And then she was like, I'll find out on the show. Which I now regret. I'm really sorry, that was very mean of me to put you on the spot. So every week we talk about a different person. Do you know? I know, I've got his Google up here. Tim Berners-Lee. Oh, yeah, of course. That was a good idea. Really good idea. Um, should we explain every week we talk about a different person, we dissect, we Every week we talk we about a different person, we dissect, we divulge, we... we have we bad internet dip connection. We dip and duck and dive. <laughs> we dip and duck and dive and dip and duck and... Oh, what a film. Oh, that's from Dodgeball. I was like, I am a wordsmith. (laughs) No, it's from Dodgeball, which is an absolutely amazing film that I think has stood the test of time up until the final scene where, uh, spoilers, uh, skip forward Mm -hmm. 30 seconds if you don't want to spoil it. The sort of love interest woman comes out as bisexual and he's, do you remember Uh, this bit? It's really, it's really gross. And they're trying to work out if she's a lesbian and whether he has any shot with her. And she's like, I'm not a lesbian. I'm bisexual. Then she snogs him. And then she turns to her girlfriend and snogs her girlfriend. And it's like, so it's all fine. I just snog anyone because that's what being bisexual is. Yeah, apparently. It's just being a big floozy. (laughs) (laughs) All the bisexual people I know are the biggest virgins you've ever made. (laughs) I have to cut that out. Um, <laughs> Cancelled. Sir Timothy John Bernus Lee, O M K B E F R S F E R N G F R S A D F B C S. What do those mean? Okay, O M is Order of Merit. I'm gonna have to click on each one in a bit. K B E is the most excellent. Oh, order. I was quite impressed then. I thought that you actually knew what that was, <laughs> but of course you were just reading them. I'm clicking it on Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, KBE, the most excellent order of the British Empire, FRS, Fellowship of the Royal Society, F, shall I keep going? FRE. I think you should make up what you think they are. FRENG is the Freddy's really expensive now god. Freddy's? <laughs> Freddo's. Freddy's you friend. Mean, you have Freddy's friend Freddy. I was like Freddy's. Why the fuck is Freddy's? Freddy's really I was like, expensive. Does she now. mean? Does she mean Frankie and Benny's? <laughs> but no, you meant Freddy's. Okay. Freddy's. Do you want to do the next one, which is F R S A? F R S A. F R S A. Fucking rent. Political. Sucks ass. Yes, love that. So, so <laughs> political. Doesn't make any sense. Why would that be after his name? 
Because maybe uh, so Tim Berners Lee fucking rent sucks ass <laughs> of the Order of the Sucks Ass. It is the Fellowship of the Royal Society of the Encouragement of Arts, Manufactures, and Commerce, cool. which is cool. And then finally, DFBCS, which obviously should do a word each. Don't fly, but cream. What's the last one? S. Spinach. Don't fly, but cream spinach. That is actually correct. And that's actually, again, political. We just can't help ourselves, can we? <laughs> Distinguished Fellow of the British Computer Society. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's... It's not as fun, is it? Yeah, guess not. Guess not. What a guy. Made the internet. Yeah, so made... he's an English computer scientist best known for the invention of the World Wide Web. Just as you do. Imagine going to sleep every night thinking, I made the internet. Oh. oh I... Oh. <laughs> Stop being able to use words. That's how much I've not invented the World Wide Web. Just though, for clarification, he didn't invent the internet. He invented the way in which we all access the internet, which is via the World Wide Web. Right, okay, yeah. Which, um, yeah. would you like me to... That's still quite a big part, though, isn't it? It's the main part for me, well, actually, really. Yeah, well, I mean, what is the internet? I guess it's a bit like if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there to hear it, does it? really fall it's a bit like if the internet Mm. didn't have the world wide web would there really be an internet so he invented the web browser essentially yeah he invented invented... you go (laughs) there you go like who's who's gonna gonna try and explain this best he invented shall i tell you what the world wide web is it is an information system in enabling documents and other web resources to be accessed over the internet made available to the network through web servers can be accessed by programs such as web browsers. Oh, it's just so smart. I can't even understand what's going on. URLs, he came up with those. Yeah. God, they're great. Hypertext Markup Language HTML. Didn't know what that stood for. There you go. He came up with that. that Yeah. It's a markup language that supports plain text images, embedded videos, and audio content scripts. An absolute genius. That is, that's a lot. That's a lot that he came up with. Mm-hmm. do you like the internet well it's not gone well has it <laughs> overall like massive yeah. destabilization of like go- whole governments yeah but then they probably would have been doing that anyway without the internet so the thing that scares me is just that we no longer have any connection to the truth or reality and like mm. people's minds are like literally getting like brainwashed but maybe that was always happening. At least now people stay in their homes. You know, I got uninvited to a philosophy um, festival because I was due to speak on a panel about the internet and they called me up for what I thought was just like a pre-chat but turned out was like mm. very much an interview and they asked me about it. was all about the sort of changing of our brains because of the internet and the damages of the internet on young people and I was just like, I think it's great. I think it's amazing. I think the internet is fab. Fab. Well, good job. Everyone's doing a good job on there. We, we're getting all of the information that we need. Love Wikipedia. And my point was, and I don't know if I agree with this, because who am I? But you've always had misinformation just in different ways, and you've always had sort of cults. And mm. people would say things in a pub, and you'd never be able to Google it and check that they were right or wrong. And um, they just think that for their entire, like, old wives' tales, that predated the internet, didn't it? 
But isn't now the problem that, like, old wives' tales are, like, literally, like... Instead of, like, just hearing an old wives' tale being like, ooh, maybe I believe that, maybe I don't. Like, the old wives' tale is, like, a drug <laughs> that, like, people are literally creating feedback loops in their brains to do with the old wives Mm, tale which is why i put your name forward to go to this philosophy festival because i feel like you'd be much better at speaking about it i'll just be like it's all shit (laughs) i don't know anything about it but i know for a fact that it's all shit Mm -hmm. do you think they just wanted someone to go and say that and that's why you got uninvited or was it just that you didn't know anything about it i think it was a bit of both really i think Mm. i think they wanted I think I'm just wrong, aren't I? The internet is bad, and I was probably... It's not all bad. Yeah, but I've been brainwashed by the internet to think the internet is good, so it's not my fault. Maybe I am evidence. No. That of no, what I think they're... you were just you. <laughs> just stupid. No, just, you know, you love life, and you love everything in it, and you think it's all going to be okay. Oh. But you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I bought. Always believe that something wonderful is about to happen. Did you get that from TK Maxx? Yeah, how can you tell? <laughs> the sticker and also that's the kind of thing one buys in TK Maxx you inspired me to buy this why? <laughs> so this is a book well it's actually a diary 2022 to 2023 18 month planner which I love I love it Great. when they start halfway through the year anyway um, because last week I asked you if happiness is real or something like that and you said that it's a yeah. it's a like it's a verb, I guess, rather than a noun, and it's an act that you have to do. Wow, did I say that? You did. Who the fuck do I think yeah, I am? It was beautiful. I cried. I I just thought it was amazing, particularly coming out of your cynical mouth. And oh. um <laughs> anyway, I thought, God, and you said it's about being grateful. So what I'm gonna do in this diary is every day I'm going to, because I don't obviously keep a paper diary because I'm a millennial, um, every day I'm going to write down the good thing, the wonderful thing that happened that day. Uh, That's my plan. Have you got anything in there yet? No, it's completely empty from this week. Completely empty. It would be quite, it would be quite funny if you just never filled <laughs> any of it in and then you found it next year. <laughs> Nothing wonderful happened. Back on all the things I'm grateful for. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Empty pages. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome back from those brilliant adverts. We're still talking about the internet, but also not really talking about the internet. And um, 
and what's his face? The the man who invented the World Wide Web, Tim TBL. TBL. Two big lickers. Lickers. <laughs> two big lickers. That's us. Two big lickers, which is what we'll be rebranding the podcast as. He's a really, really respected man. <laughs> Two big lickers. Imagine someone listening to this, imagining to like get like an actual like fucking serious rundown on this man, his achievements. Let me just skip through. Two big <laughs> lickers. Delete. You know, Tilly has this theory. You have a theory, don't you, Tilly? Or at least I remember you saying this once that because we do quite high profile people that every week it's a completely different audience that just happens to be around the same sort of number but um, who are people who are fans of that person yeah i think people do come and listen based on the title and then mm. people leave uh horrible reviews usually about me <laughs> i say pretty exclusively about you i'm i'm a delight they literally never say anything bad about you so they did group us in together when they called us two lefty millennial nonces or whatever it was that they said cause nonces helen no, all right fucking ellie elon musk <laughs> pedo guy they called he me called a pedo me guy a pedo. they didn't cause pedos they didn't they didn't cause liquors they did cause lefty millennials which to be fair is accurate so i mean that's it's not really true. i've had that one framed very proud yeah i've got one of them as my twitter banner it's it's legendary it's great Helen must go alone, is it that one? Yeah, Helen must go alone. Tilly is too negative or something. <laughs> oh, I can't remember Do you know, it that, that guy needs to tune back into you talking about happiness being a verb, not a noun, or whatever mm. it was that you said. Maybe he got us mixed up. People do do that. Do you, do you think anyone would ever call you bitter? Who didn't um, know you? Who hadn't like spent enough time with you to see when you are being bitter? But you're not. You're um, never bitter, really. You're only ever um, hilarious about all of the things that should have made you deeply bitter and sad inside. <laughs> that is such a nice thing to say. It's the. It's, you're such a. Um, have you seen that video of um, Phoebe from Friends when she's talking about Lisa Kudrow and she's talking about all her failures? It gets no. recommended to me via my algorithm at least like once a week. <laughs> And she's talking about how she didn't, when she got sacked from Frasier mm. and her friend called her and was like, I don't know how you get up in the morning. Look, look at the video. It's really good. But I, I always think that like, cause, cause she was like, I'm going to carry on. And then she got cast in friends. Mm. But I always think that you would have had a similar Aww. attitude, you know, you would have been like, well, dust myself off, carry on. <laughs> Go get cast in friends. Do you Go know what I love about friends. that is what you're saying there is you've had a lot of failure and you're really good at dealing with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you get up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know the first time I came across that? Uh, you're also great, by the way, obviously it goes without saying. Oh, yeah, don't worry. The first time I came across Tim Berners-Lee because I don't know anything about anything was when he did the um, opening ceremony for the 2012 Olympics. Do you know what I thought you were about to say when he did Strictly Come Dance? <laughs> Let's get him on Strictly Come Dancing. Let's make him do it. Oh, great. How old is he? He can do it. He's not 70. that old. He's 67. Oh, great. Tim Berners-Lee for Strictly. Let's educate True. the people, specifically you and me, about what it is he's supposed to have done. Um, did you see to... him on the on the opening ceremony for the 2012 Olympics? Yes. Well, I did watch it in the day, so I must have done. Mm. What does he do? Does he press a big button or something and then the internet yeah, he presses opens a big up button. around him? Yeah, exactly that. God, you should have directed it. You'd have been great. <laughs> I'm sure so it's just in the back of my like 
horrible lizard brain somewhere. I feel like that opening ceremony is just sort of programmed into all of us, isn't it? Like it. Yeah. It's sort I mean, of it was fr- it was frenzied the level of us just buzzing off being British, and it's never been like that ever again, which is quite no. fun. And also, then obviously the legacy of it was just like huge homelessness and poverty in that. Yeah. in that area but anyway um i have a friend who every night after like a Things night out <laughs> can only get get better. Better. my friend every night after a night out comes home and um watches the olympic opening ceremony every night really drink. when she's well drunk. like every big big night yeah she's had a big night she'd pop it on is that watch the whole eight hours out? And... <laughs> is that because she feels like anxious about what she mm. might have said and done and she's like let me see what danny boyle has to say about living in britain I've never thought about it like that before, but it probably is exactly that, isn't it? A little comfort telly. Yeah, we haven't we haven't got a problem. <laughs> it's fine to drink this much. Everyone's okay. Things can only get better. I don't even think that that was labour. I don't know why you keep saying things can only get better. It's because of your fucking diary. Was it saying it again? Everything's gonna be better forever. Always believe that something wonderful is about to happen. Can I tell you what I really like about this as a phrase? Yeah. Is it's not saying that it will, it's just saying <laughs> you must always believe that it will, whether or not you're correct. Which I think is a really beautiful statement. Why not just write be delusional? <laughs> well it is basically that, isn't it? Because I honestly it... think that's 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 the way it'd be. Yeah, I think someone really cynical wrote this and they had the chance to like write something wonderful is about to happen but they decided to write Can always I ask, believe. On these things, yeah. why do they always have to do a different font on every single fucking line? Is it cuz <laughs> they think people are going to get bored of reading so they have to change know. fonts on every single line? What is that about? Maybe it's to represent the change that's going to happen in your life as wonderful things emerge Maybe. or don't emerge. Or just keep being distracted, keep distracting yourself yeah. from the misery. This never life. would have happened if Tim Berners-Lee hadn't given us the webpage where we could uh, change all of our fonts. How did people make things before the internet? You know, like books and would we have come? Would we have had a book? Like, would I have been able to buy a notepad like this that had font on the front uh, of it before the internet? Yeah, but it probably would have been more expensive. Hmm. Yeah, because I guess you could just do it offline, couldn't you, on like a word processor? Yeah. I was with some 16-year-olds this week, Mm -hmm. and I found myself explaining to them... Oh, I'm sorry if you can hear a plane. I found myself explaining to them what dial-up internet was. Oh, God, they didn't know. know. They didn't know. It sounds so bizarre when you describe it as well. Yeah. How did you describe it to them? I said you had to negotiate who, with whoever was in the house about what time you sat at the computer. You couldn't move the computer, mm. it, was, it was stationary. And then you had to decide whether or not you were making phone calls or you were on the internet. And if ever anyone needed to make a phone call, you had to unplug the internet and plug the phone back in. And they just didn't, I mean, they, it wasn't that they didn't understand, I think they just weren't interested because it's not that interesting, is it? I was like, honestly, yeah, guys. Yeah, sure thing, no, Grandma, let's get you back to bed. <laughs> And then when you plugged it in, it would scream at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get you your pills. <laughs> when was that transition? Like 1999, 2000, I want to say. Maybe later. Do you remember getting a broadband box? Vaguely. 
I mean, it must have been the most wonderful thing ever, but I don't, I don't strictly remember it. Do you? No, I don't. I'm really, I really, I remember getting the computer. I mm. really remember that, and having a game on a floppy disk that I loved. Do you think? Here's my existential question. Do mm. you think we had it better then, with regards to the internet being there for kind of the birth of it, or do you think kids have it better now? where they're all plugged into the matrix and like it's an extension of their lives that's a great question i love this you this is you saying you want this to end by the way because this is our outro section but that's fine is it actually (laughs) it's just because um i know that you you have a busy life and it's nearly half eight and you said that you had to go at half eight no i'm really here for it i just wanted to put it out there where we have no more to say about tim berners i'm doing what you asked me to do (laughs) And suddenly I'm the bad guy. Suddenly <laughs> I'm the bad guy, okay? We haven't talked literally about Tim him Lee, at all. we have completely fucked this up on every <laughs> single level. But it is Sunday and the show comes out tomorrow, so... Yeah, we do have to is. do the edit. Okay, here we go. My answer to your existential question is, I think it's worse now, but I think it will get better. I think the difference for us was... Um, I saw this somewhere, like a meme or something. We remember the before and we remember now. And we didn't know what it was going to become. So I definitely Mm. think we wrote a lot of dumb stuff and put a lot of dumb stuff online that maybe we wouldn't have done if we'd known the internet was going to be around forever and 16-year-old versions of ourselves were going to be around forever. But then Snapchat became a thing. So now you can say things and then it goes immediately, which is great. But then people still put dumb things online, don't they? Even though they know it's there forever now. Yeah, so. because their prefrontal cortexes are not developed. They're not <laughs> like their brains aren't developed. Like, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I know for for a fact I'll be putting things on the internet that I shouldn't be if I was thirteen. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. At least um, when we were doing it, no one, no one over the age of thirty was looking at it. Yeah, that's true, and we were able to delete our MySpace pages, weren't we? Mm. Unless you're Tom Hardy. Unless you're Tom um, so, Hardy. So, yeah, it's worse now. Um, and But I think it will get better. I just think... And when I was reading about the World Wide Web, looking at this for today, like, it just still blow my mind that it's this totally kind of ungoverned, unregulated... You know, that was the thing I remember about the Olympic opening ceremony was he, the computer came out of the sky or whatever and it all went around the stadium and he mm. was in the chair and he said... I made this for everyone or something like that. Mm. Like, this is for everyone. Yeah, he chose not to make any money out of yeah. it, which, you know, is kind of the most iconic thing ever. Absolutely amazing. But it means it's now this World Wide West, doesn't it, that we've not yet... I think people are going to look back... They should like, have invited look... you on this panel. <laughs> World Wide West? They should have... What? They don't know what they're missing, mate. You don't listen to them. I honestly... I've never been more offended, but also I was quite glad because... It was quite far away. <laughs> yeah, and you do like to book yourself up. Mm, gave me a little free afternoon. Didn't have to talk <laughs> about the World Wide West. But listen, um, what was I yeah. going to say? Uh, this is for everyone, government, blah, blah, blah. This is it. Sorry. I think we're going to look yeah. back. No, no, no. Um, we're going to look back and you know how we look back and kids used to smoke and we were like as if we let kids mm. smoke and didn't regulate it. We're obviously going to look back and be like, God, as if we let all these brains that were still developing have access to this completely immeasurably traumatic thing that impacts your well-being and mental health and brain development um what do you think i agree with all of that to be honest 
and I don't know how and when it will improve because I think it's not the case that like like with smoking like not all adults smoked Mm. whereas now we all pretty much all of us are on the internet on social media it's weirder Mm. to not be on social media at this point and so I'm like Mm. I don't see how we're gonna regulate something that like I don't know I don't know is the answer to our I don't know unsure but you know this is what what I did say in my um, in my sneaky interview with this philosophy festival that I didn't know was an interview what I did say was like what did I say I mean I said a lot of dumb stuff but um I guess it's just very simplistic was to it just say your guardian moment again have what we talked about that on here or did we or did we talk about it on the patreon what did I do in the Guardian? The oh, on the Patreon, and I'm not talking about that one here. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I did well, something very embarrassing. If you yeah, want to know that tidbit, that was sort of an accidental tease, wasn't it? Don't subscribe because I don't really want you to listen to it. <laughs> really subscribe, embarrassing. Give us, give us five pounds, and you can uh, find out what Helen's talking about. Um, yeah. Um, what I said on the phone was, I just, I just think it's really simplistic to just be like internet bad. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because there's been so many amazing things that have happened. I mean, what the fuck would we have done if this pandemic had happened forty years ago? We would have been so fucking bored, and like it probably would have spread way worse because we wouldn't have been able to communicate with each other. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, that's such a good point. Would, yeah, you're so right. We'd have been sneaking around to each other's pads. Yeah, out of sheer necessity. Yeah. You know, more so than in, in the panorama. I've discovered tonight that I live under a flight path. Can you hear that? It's so loud. I can. It kind of sounds like an air conditioning unit. It's oh, fine. Gosh. Helen, to be honest, the people who listen to this podcast put up with a lot worse than the being polite. <laughs> In the um, can I ask you um, my existential question? Please. I saw a tweet that said, um, so it's very hot at the moment, obviously, it's very hot. Mm-hmm. Hot girl summer, careful what you wish for. I saw a tweet that said, I could wake up in the fiery depths of hell and I would still want my morning cup of tea. Agree mm. slash disagree? <sighs> I'm go- probably going to still want it. But I'm not always going to drink it. Mm. But I'm going to wish that I could drink it. You know? I do know. It's a great answer. What What about you? Oh, I drink you're, it every time. You're a, you're a big cup of tea girl, aren't you? I'm a big cup of tea and I'm actually a bit embarrassed because at the moment I'm in rehearsals for something and every single time the composer is this. Oh, oh um, you're not in. So, um, no, it's, no it's, uh, it's a thing that I've written, not that I'm in. Um... Which is oh, musical. Oh, is that all? You've just written a musical, the, the National Light put on. <laughs> on the side that I've been doing, a little musical. It's actually, it's really testing my politics because our sharing, this has been a five-year project, and our, fi- yeah. our sharing at the National Theatre Studio is on Friday, which is obviously the day of the London strikes, which is buses and tubes. Oh, right, yeah. And um, and so, good for them we'll striking. Me? The, ca- or- the cabbies aren't striking. No, but I'm at that. That's asking sort of people to pay to come and see. Yeah, what might. yeah. I mean, it's yeah, going to yeah. be good, but they don't know it's going to be good until they come, do they? 
And if it was me and I had an excuse to get out of seeing like a work in progress sharing of something, I'd be like, oh, that's probably shit anyway. It's not. It's great. Mm. Come, get a cab if you listen to this. But um, anyway, every time I'm in the kitchen, it's really embarrassing because I keep asking people whether they think a hot cup of tea actually cools you down. And every time I'm talking to a different person about it, but the composer of this musical keeps coming in at the moment that I'm talking about it and it looks like I have nothing to say to people. He thinks you've got zero fucking chat. That's the only thing that you can say. Like you've been at home rehearsing because of your social anxiety. What can I ask people about? What will get the people uh, going? But also I had this realisation. And I've done the same thing to me. Yeah, I've now said it on the podcast. Also, he's going to listen to this and, and it's going to confirm. Because you say it looks like I've got no chat, but maybe it's just that I do have no chat because I do ask everybody that I meet. Do you think a cup of tea makes you, uh, cools you down? Yeah. Leave comments below. Also, I did think you were going to ask me a question related to Tim Berners-Lee and then you I know you did, but that's how I got you. <laughs> wow. I could ask you, uh, no, I'm not going to actually. Oh, what? Now I want to be asked. Reverse well, psychology gonna... works on me, apparently. No, I was what? just going to think of something on the spot to do with Tim Berners-Lee, but I thought, we've done such a terrible job of talking about Tim Berners-Lee, I thought maybe actually let's <laughs> Two just big lickers. It. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Bye!